Things to do before you run out of air. Bedtime Stories for Grown-Ups by Matt Willis-Jones. Episode 2. Gas Man. There's many sounds in Mexico City. It's a city of sounds. You know? It is. Person selling the sweet potatoes. The people collecting the garbage. You have the person collecting the second-hand mattresses. The people with that old wind-up organ. Tamale salesman. Uh, have you seen Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah. You know uh, the Daleks? <laughs> you know? They have a thing, exterminate. That sounds exactly like the tamale. It's tamales. Maybe not coincidence. <laughs> it's a malevolent alien trying to sell us fast food. The earthquake alarm. The first time I heard the earthquake alarm, I ended up outside, fully dressed, with a can of Tecate in hand. The second time, I found myself bouncing down the stairs of our wobbling apartment like a pinball and spat out onto the sidewalk, wild-eyed and shirtless. The third time was in the morning when Andrea and I opened the gate. We burst out completely naked. So one might think, you know, how could it get any worse? I went from fully clothed to shirtless to naked. It can actually get much worse because the fourth time I heard it, I was... Uh, on the toilet, and I thought, this can't be happening. Uh, it's, it's a nightmare. The only way to describe the condition that I found the bathroom in when I went back upstairs is um, catastrophic. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we have a dog down the street that um, mimics the earthquake alarm with its bark. <laughs> Many a Netflix show has been suddenly put on pause because of this dog. Pavlov would be proud. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm mentioning these sounds, all these different sounds we have, but none of them instill in me the angst of... The gas man. Yeah, the gas man. 6.45 in the fucking morning, every Tuesday and Thursday. Tremendous vocal abilities. I think that many an opera stage would welcome him. Agree. He, swings a full 50 kilogram tank of gas casually over his shoulder. Truly a remarkable thing. Superhero. These tanks, they last about three months. You would think that usually you can just roll over and go back to sleep. But on one occasion, he stole one of our tanks. He swapped our full one for an empty one. Andrea ran down the street after him. He suggested that we should put a chain around it so that he didn't steal it again. Now, whenever we hear him, we have to check out the window to see if he's stealing the tanks. I've been dealing with this man for about two years now. Uh, I fucking hate him. There's this routine. You buzz the door. You go downstairs. You flatten yourself against the wall so that this massive ogre with the gas tank can 
go past. And then you have to stand in the stairwell, waving your arms around every 30 seconds so that the motion-activated lights stay on. And then you have to say, see, repeatedly. Because he asks these questions, you have to say, see, to every question. Because if you don't, the gas won't work. Andrea had warned me about him. He'd been charging her double, and when she found out, as only a five-foot-tall woman in pyjamas can, she ripped him a new gas hole. You have to be careful. You have to look at the prices that are written on the door of his truck. But he wants to complete the transaction right there at the gate because he's going to try and fuck you. Okay, that's simple enough. My first encounter, okay, so I go outside, but I have to, like, push past him to get to his truck, which is parked on the corner. I find out the price, and then I come back and I'm sort of discreetly counting the the money. It might not seem like that's very special, that encounter, but he, he got his first taste of me. Basically, from that point on, I didn't stand a chance. So the second encounter was a little bit more complicated. Andrea had to get on an airplane at four o'clock in the morning. This meant that I was also awake at four o'clock in the morning. Annoyingly, I couldn't get back to sleep. Five minutes to six, like after lying awake for two hours, I remembered that the gas man was going to be coming in about 45 minutes. So I thought, you know what, forget it. I'll just stay awake. Of course, I then fell asleep in two minutes. And um, (laughs) yeah, in the 1980s, there was this craze for power naps. Yeah, that, 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 that wasn't fashion, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the power naps, yeah. It's all bullshit, by the way. Sounds like bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you're meant to just get eight hours sleep every night. But I remember they used to say that the optimum time for a power nap was 20 minutes. And if you sleep for 45 minutes, then when you wake up, you're disorientated and groggy. And I can testify that that is indeed the case because 45 minutes later... It's the elephant. Don't touch the elephant. The elephant's sick. No, wait, that's a dream. There is no elephant. It's the gas man. Fuck, it's the gas man. Where's my underwear? Where's my underwear? I don't know. Where are my trousers? Oh, there they are. No, that's a t-shirt. I find my jeans. Oh, my jeans. I couldn't remember how to put my jeans on. The holes didn't work. I was trying to put my feet in the holes and they didn't work. Somehow, I managed to get the jeans on. I go downstairs. I deal with the gas man. I gave him... 800 pesos. And he says, no, it's 1100. I know I said last time that I found out how much it cost, but five minutes ago, I couldn't remember how to put my fucking trousers on. So forgive me for not remembering some numbers I saw written on the side of a truck 12 weeks ago. And I only had 200, so I gave him a 100 tip. I know he fucked me. And I know I fucked myself. And when I was walking up the stairs to the apartment, I knew that those were my dirty underwear sitting on the stairs. <laughs> of course, um, hearing that story, you might think to yourself, but Matt, this is all your fault. This has got nothing to do with the I gas was thinking man. that, yeah. Actually. You were, yeah. 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 Uh, nonetheless, I think it's important to stress, I fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> There's two sizes of gas tanks. Two sizes of gas tanks? I didn't know that. Well, I think there's more. But we use two different sizes. Sometimes we get the big one. Sometimes we get the small one. Sometimes we get both of them. Uh, But we had this one occasion. He came. I'd done the research online. I knew how much it cost. 
So I wasn't going to get fucked again. He changed the big tank. I gave him the money. It all went totally smoothly. But then, the cabron tries to walk away, leaving the empty little gas tank. And I'm like, wait. And he turns to look at me, and I'm like, give me a fucking break, you lazy cunt. Just take the fucking empty tank. He takes the tank. This is my first victory. And I tell Andrea, today, I got that gas man under my thumb. The lazy bastard. Do you know, he wasn't going to take the little tank. And Andrea sits up. He took the little tank. I'm like, yes, eventually. I mean, he started you know, acting all confused and stuff. But yeah, eventually he fucking took it. But then I notice um, through the fog of my hubris, something isn't quite right. And she says, that's our tank. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, we own that tank. You told him to take it away. So I, I sort of quietly pack away my pride. She makes this frantic phone call. And apparently he's too far away to come and return the tank. So he's going to come back when he's finished, which turned out to be three hours later. When I see him, he's got this look in his eye. And I understood immediately what it meant. It's the look of someone who's finally met someone less intelligent than they are. You know? <laughs> He looked at me with just peak contempt. So I really felt stupid and I took this empty tank back. Yeah. But none of the encounters were as dramatic as the last one. This time I was awake. It was a nice day. The birds were singing and he puts in the, the, the big tank. I heard the sound. There's this dull thud like doom of, of a full tank. Mm -hmm. You can hear it. And I gave him the money and he goes away. It all went so smoothly something was obviously horribly wrong. So <laughs> I can was, imagine. And I found out pretty soon what it was. There's no gas. No gas. I turn on the stove, I turn on the boiler, and there's no gas. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I go downstairs, I check all the valves. Everything was definitely open. I checked the tank, and I tried to lift it, but I couldn't, you know, it was incredibly heavy. It was definitely full. And uh, so I can't understand what's going on. So I go upstairs, I take a cold shower because we have no gas. And then I realize there's only one solution to this. Obviously, he's fucked us. I don't know how he's fucked us, but obviously he's fucked us. So I go downstairs infuriated and I'm filled with adrenaline and I check the tank again. Motherfucker, I can pick it up with one arm. I'm like, God damn it, it is empty. Oh, he's fucked us, a motherfucker. So this means four days of no hot water. I run out onto the street. <laughs> and I'm desperately, I'm asking passers-by, shopkeepers, and street cleaners, have you seen the gas man? That's the Vic, have me on the gas. What about these three men looking at a hole in the road? That's the Vic, have me on the gas. They don't know. What about this man with the glasses? No, he's scared of me and he's run away. What about this nice looking lady with the large dog? That's the Vic, have me on the gas. That's the Vic, have me on the gas. And she turns to me and says, I have my own gas man. And in 10 seconds, the whole thing was solved. And she's called her own personal gas man. There he is 20 minutes later with a big gas tank. I might have imagined it, but I think he had like an angelic glow. I show him to where the tanks are. He looks at me confused and says, Pero señor, this, this tank is full. I'm like, no, 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 it's empty. And I go to lift it up and I, I can't move it. It might as well have been filled with lead. 
We go upstairs to the apartment and I demonstrate. I turn on the stove and boom, it lights immediately. Uh, I'm like, I'm reeling in cognitive dissonance. I just collapse on the sofa and I, I'm, a, I'm a nervous wreck, you know, because uh, I, I, I can't understand what happened. I, I, I don't know, you know, maybe there was an air pocket, but it must have been a bloody big air pocket because I was trying again and again anyway. You know, I felt a bit ashamed about this because I thought, here's me blaming the gas man for everything. And it turns out he's just a guy doing his job at 6.45 in the morning. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't mention, but this last time he actually gave me some change. He gave me some money back. I gave him too much. So there's just this honest man doing his job at 6.45 in the morning. And all of this, it's just in my head. There's only one answer. I've gone mad. The other day, just a couple of weeks ago, I'm walking down the street in the middle of the day, and I pass by the gas man. He's not working. He's, he's just uh, in town. And I pass him. We recognize each other and exchange a cordial buenos aires. Uh, as he passes me, it was subtle, but I saw it there was this little micro gesture in his eye as he passed me and it said quite clearly, you're mine, bitch. I did tell this to someone. He said, why are you the person dealing with the gas man? And I realized that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> when I spoke to Andrea, she said, Oh, because I thought it would be helpful for you to practice your Spanish. <laughs> You've been listening to me in conversation with Mauricio Olvera, accompanied by the sounds of Mexico City and some royalty-free music. My name is Matt Willis-Jones. Now put down your phone and go to sleep.